Hello, race fans, carders around the country. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined, as always, by David Cole. Episode number 14. It is September the 26th, 2019. Unbelievably, uh, the season is working its way through to the end. Uh, Still uh, a couple of weekends to come. Uh, Club Series obviously wrapping up around the country. Big races at the end still coming. We'll talk more about that. But again, as you folks know, this a particular podcast, This Week in Karting, designed to take all of the news that works its way to the ecartingnews.com homepage. We jam it all into podcast form, perfect for driving to work, driving home for work, whatever it may be. If you haven't downloaded the EKN Radio Network app, do that ASAP. That way you'll have all the first opportunities to listen to any of the content that we push out here on the EKN Radio Network. After we've run it on the EKN Radio Network, it ends up being turned in to a podcast that you can download on iTunes and Google Play. Again, episode 14 of the This Week in Karting. This episode brought to you by the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the state-of-the-art Speed Sports Racing Park just north of Houston, the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy offers custom coaching programs for newcomers and experienced racers alike. Train with a champion with over 30 years of experience to get proven results. Get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-7223. All right, David Cole, uh, as we always do, it seems like we do one of these a month <laughs> with, with the uh, the busy season that we have through the middle of the year. Our last one was at the end of, uh, of August. It's now the end of uh, September, episode number 14. Lots to talk about here on This Week in Carding. Yeah, we tried. We attempted, uh, but we had some scheduling issues so come, did, yeah. come about. So we were going to do this last week. Uh, it just didn't work out that way. Uh, I had an issue yesterday. We were going to record it yesterday. So <laughs> it just, you know, it's life and work and things getting away. So, But it provides an opportunity to uh, to kind of jam a, a number of, of topics and information uh, that uh, is relevant right now in our sport. No doubt about it. But let's let's first talk briefly about the fact that man, dude, this season's almost done. Isn't this crazy? It it goes by quick. You know, it does. Uh, we look at it. We're like, how are we going to do this? And we and we do it. Yeah. And now we're like, how did we do that? <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> that's right. It just it just you know you just kind of roll with it. And, and and especially when you're keeping busy as we do. Uh, it just seems to blow by fast because we don't have enough time in the day to, to be able to do the tasks that we want to complete. <laughs> so that's it. Um, yeah. So it just blows by really quick, and and all of a sudden, pre- I mean, as we as we know, all of a sudden, you know, super nationals are going to be here. So uh, uh, yeah, that's it. It, uh, it's just kind of how it goes, and then and then from that, it's like, oh my gosh, we're in Daytona type type mentality, yeah. and then and then it's a whole brand new year. The thought that we're going to have to start. Our, you know, yours and my, you know, preparation for the Super NAS, talk about what we're going to do, how we're going to handle our, our coverage. That blows me away. Now, granted, that's still almost two months away, not quite two months away. I know I'm in the middle of a four weekend run. I head to the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix this weekend. Then you and I go to the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals at Newcastle. Uh, and then I've got six weekends off, which is ridiculous to me. But uh, looking forward to using that time uh, as wisely as possible to get a ton of stuff done. Cause as you said, David, it, you know, in the middle of the season, we struggle. There's just, there just doesn't seem enough time in the day when you're flying out every Thursday and flying home on Monday night. You know, you got two days in the, in the office to, 
do laundry and, and repack and try to get some work done and get back on the road. Yeah. It, it's just how, you know, things go when you're, when you're a traveling man. I mean, how many, what, 20 it, some, 30 some events that you've been to this year? It'll be 29 there when I'm go. all said and done. That, so uh, I still got, I, I still got a couple left, four left, four, three, three, three left, only three. All right, David, let's jump into this deal. You're the news manager at, at EKN. Uh, I think probably for so many people, some of the biggest news that hit the hit the uh, airwaves for us over the last month was the fact that USAC Karting confirming that the Battle at the Brickyard will be back at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 2020. Uh, they've given us a date. Obviously, we lost that opening weekend in July with NASCAR moving their event uh, to IMS uh, on that 4th of July weekend. But talk a little bit about the date. We got social media stuff hitting. This is going, and I, dude, I've been talking to a lot of people about this race over the last couple of months, and I think there's all, even more excitement for it now than there ever has been. Well, it's something that's brand new. I mean, yeah, this was the third year that they had it. And uh, now next year will be the fourth on July 23rd through the 26th. And so, yeah, it's it's just going to continue to build because as people go to the event, it you know, it's just kind of like, you know, that the tell a friend type situation where this person goes to the event, they tell a friend, that person goes to the event, they tell a friend and another friend and another friend. So it's just, it's kind of, you know, just that, that simple marketing factor of people telling everybody how cool and awesome the experience is of racing at battle at the brickyard. I mean, to be inside the Indianapolis motor speedway and to be able to race inside of it, uh, is just, is just phenomenal and, and, and memorable and, but bucket lists. Yeah. And, and I mean, we can go on and on, but just the fact that, I mean, it's, it's simple. It, it's, it's a relatively funny event. Uh, and, and it, and maybe, maybe moving towards late July, it won't be as hot as it was this past year. <laughs> it was a little warm. Running three categories might have been a little bit uh, aggressive in terms of what I was trying to do. But, you know, the funny thing is you mentioned, Dave, word of mouth, obviously, is, is so key. It's also a little FOMO. Like, seriously, there was, what, 50-plus in a couple of the classes. So there's a lot of fear missing out from these people, right? They they look at it and went, damn, why didn't I go to that last year? I, should have been, I could have went to that. I I just think more guys are going to say, hey, I'm not missing this race. Because as we've, as we've talked about for many, many years, David – numbers breed numbers and man when you got 40 50 guys in the class and in our 206 classes there's gonna be more next year people are gonna come out and just have a blast it's such a relaxed atmosphere it's a cool event it's, it's, what, were, what were we kind of dubbing it like the uh like the super nationals of club racing kind of thing you know what i mean well essentially yeah that's kind of what it is because it's it, it's just kind of it's focused at grassroots racers it's yeah. not i mean now it's it's drawing in some of the bigger teams um, but it, it is, it's focused on guys who just want to come and race. Uh, you know, it's, it's like the runoffs of SCCA where everybody's like coming that. together yeah. and, and just having a good time. And, and it's one, one race, not this two race crap that we deal with on the national <laughs> level. It's you go to this event, there's one winner in every category. That's it. Yep. And that's, that is another uh, thing because there's no other event like this. This isn't a points race. It has no, there's no championship involved. It's, Hey, come race, come do what you want to do. Hey, if you just want to be out there, you can be out there. It's, it's, it's a really a big mixture of, of sprint racing and road racing really, to be honest yep. is what it is. And as we know from our road racing experience, it's, it's very relaxed. And yeah, when you're on track, it's a little intense, but after that, it's like, Hey, relax, have some drinks, chit chat and do whatever. It's, it's, it, it it's, 
it's two kind of it's almost a combination of two different worlds. You know, David, you said it straight up. One winner. One winner in 206 Senior. One winner in 206 Master. One winner in Shifter. One winner in Rob Howden versus David Cole. One winner. I, I'm still the greatest, but that's that's the one point. Winner in Rob Howden versus David Cole. Just going to get that out there. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you talk all you want about it. That's fine. Um, <laughs> all right. So moving, moving on Thursday, on-track activities, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I would assume very similar class structure to, Nick, to, to this past year. We'll see. Uh, you know, David, you're saying more, you know, more coming, obviously. The, the news will keep coming out, pit area-wise, rules, class structure. I don't foresee a lot of changes because there's not really much they need to mess with unless they say, hey, listen, we had – if there's a couple of categories that maybe weren't supported enough, right? They may make some adjustments there. That really make some adjustments shifter wise, engine wise, weight wise. That's a possibility. Um, a lot of that's obviously still kind of getting cemented with the introduction and and now more support and momentum for the IME SSE 175 shifter. It's kind of people are trying to figure out where to fit it in weight wise. Uh, but I don't I don't think. And would you agree? We don't foresee a lot of changes. Class structure-wise, I don't think so. I think they'll probably kind of review a couple of the uh, programs maybe. Hopefully wait, because obviously we know that that's an issue and that's something we'll kind of address uh, here in the coming weeks with with some editorial on the website. But um, I think, you know, it, there's still, you know, it's a it depends on exactly how the event unfolds because they've had the USAC um, quarter midgets going on at, at that point end of the uh, of the uh, facility and so we were still kind of unsure of what because there's some rumors going around about that event so again oh, that's, that's right. still yeah. that's still kind of a wait and see Ooh. on to if anything else shakes up uh regarding the event yeah that, you're right i forgot about that that's a little uh that could make things interesting you're right you are correct david good point um let's jump into the next piece here uh, again, this is This weekend Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden. David Cole, of course, joining us, the managing editor of EKN. Uh, David, Rock Cup USA coming out with um, kind of a little promo, a little in, like a little opportunity, a little uh, invitation uh, to provide VLR100cc engines to Briggs 206 competitors who may want to run at the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas in uh, late October. Yeah, basically, what it boils down to is the inability to add any more classes to the event. Uh, the Rock the Rio event has, is, I believe this is the third year that they're having the event. It's got a pretty solid schedule that they're trying to keep, um, you know, maximum track time, but also provide the opportunity to to be done at a at a at a reasonable time and not be at the racetrack for twelve hours a day type mentality. So. Uh, so they haven't included the Briggs 206 categories. So this provides an opportunity for Briggs racers who do want to take part of it, like they did with Florida Winter Tour and and the rock festivals that they had as well, uh, to take part in the Rock the Rio event without having to make uh, an engine purchase. So uh, Rock Cup USA is providing 45 engines, uh, VLR engines, to junior, senior, and master's drivers. Uh, they all must register through the Rock Cup USA website, complete an engine rental form, and submit any type of information that they're asking regarding results or or your competition status as a Briggs 206 racer. So, um, so uh, oh, see. we'll okay. we'll yep. see how that on how many people take advantage of that, and also uh, those who do take part of this uh, have the opportunity to purchase the engine for a discounted price of eleven hundred dollars. So, 
it's a really great opportunity for for Rock Cup USA to provoke, to um, to uh, get the the VLR VLR engine out there to more people uh, and provide Briggs Racers the the opportunity to, to race in Vegas because. Uh, as we know right now, there are no major events going on in Las Vegas for Briggs racing right now. So, uh, uh, or even club, I mean, maybe, maybe I don't even know if the club races, uh, that Las Vegas cart club has a 206 class or not. So, um, it's, uh, it's a, it's a cool opportunity. Definitely race a Halloween weekend, October 28th through November 2nd, uh, to be able to celebrate Halloween in Las Vegas. That's, that's, that alone is probably worth the price. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say that's uh if you've never done that before it's interesting we, that was in the early days of the Scusa Supernational we did that a couple times where it was on uh, where it was like over top of the Halloween weekend and that uh a place gets pretty pretty freaky on Halloween <laughs> let's put it that way is that a good enough word is that a good word freaky you think is it freaky freaky is it uh <laughs> is it anything like hangover oh maybe yeah potentially <laughs> all right folks uh we're underway here on this weekend card and we've come up to our first break stay with us more to come here on the ekn radio network the 2019 season is rapidly coming to a close and it's time to start thinking about 2020 get out your calendar and mark off the dates for the fastest growing rock cup programming in the u.s the challenge of the americas It's our 13th season and year three of our Rock Focus, and 2020 will be the biggest yet. As always, the challenge features three race weekends at three of the finest tracks in the West. The Muscleman Honda Circuit in Tucson, Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, and Sonoma in NorCal Wine Country. Our classes include Micro, Mini, Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our multi-manufacturer 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters level, and our well-supported Rock Shifter, and Rock Shifter Masters program. We're by far the largest shifter program in the West, with 56 unique competitors and an average of 32 shifter drivers in just two categories this past winter. While other West Coast programs are shrinking, the challenge of the Americas and Rock are growing. With over 125 entries at last year's opener, 150 plus is certainly a possibility for 2020. So make sure you're part of the fun. Prizes include tickets to the massive Rock Cup Super Final and the Rock the Real event in Las Vegas. The Challenge opener is less than four months away, so head to our website at challengecarding.com, pull out that calendar, and lock in the dates. We'll see you in Tucson. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tent, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. Alan Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, 
Austin Versteeg, and Sabre Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Train with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune-up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, the dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. Episode number 14 of This Week in Karting. Hopefully you're chilling out, working on the, your, your cart in the, in, the, uh, in the garage or potentially driving to work or coming home on whatever your, whatever your commute may be if you're on the train. Great way to be able to pass the time getting all the information you want on, on the sport of karting. David, or trying to kill time at work even. Whoa. Listen, let, <laughs> let's not mess with the productivity of our listenership. Because I don't want anybody to get fired because they've got the earbuds in and they're supposed to be getting work done and they're listening to EKN instead. Actually, maybe I, I don't want anybody to get fired. I, yeah, if they want to listen at work, it's fine with me, right? That's right. Yeah, you got to listen. There's a lot of people that are actually listening to podcasts and radios yep. uh, while they work. That's so, true. Uh, That's true. All right. why, why not? I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that explains... So, so much. much. Yes. yes, yes hey, yes. listen, here's, here's one thing. And this, and again, when this, when this landed, I was like, Whoa, okay. Um, we've seen a lot of movement in terms of drivers going from to different teams onto different chassis, you know, especially at the top of the shifter cart ranks this year, you know, Jake French going to croc, uh, Billy Musgrave onto the croc, um, AJ, AJ Myers, Myers from croc to CRG Nordam, just boom, every, everything going crazy. A new one. Hitting the uh, hitting the airwaves, hitting EKN on the homepage. Talk about this. Uh, this is national number one stuff going on here right now. A uh, big name driver going home. Yeah, Kyle Wick began his karting career basically at Rollison Performance Group. Uh, raced with them a number of years and was really uh, under the tent up until the end of 2018. Um, still ran a CRG chassis for the last uh, three seasons. Uh, moved over to CRG Nordam at the end of last year. Uh, be, I believe it began at Supernats and yeah, so. followed the, followed with a team through the Pro Tour. Uh, Pro Tour, uh, even though he did not score a victory, was was probably one of the more consistent drivers throughout the year, earning five top five finishes and six starts, uh, including three third place finishes. But um, after that performance, earning the championship, Kyle Wick now returns back home to the Rollison Performance Group. Uh, beginning this past weekend uh, at the IKF Grand Na- Sprint Grand Nationals there at Pat's Acres uh, Racing Complex. So uh, Kyle Wick now moving from CRG Nordam and the CRG chassis to Rollison Performance Group aboard the Tony Car chassis. Yeah, isn't that that's a thing when you know when when we got the news 
Uh, I gave Mike Rawlison a call, quick chat. Said, hey, listen, uh, Tony Cart Green. You know, obviously all the OTK products are the same as we know. But Mike told me essentially what they're doing. It's going to be their single speed stuff. It's going to be on the Cosmic still. Their shifter cart program is going to move to Tony Cart Green um, to be on that brand. And, of course, national number one will be there to uh, to kind of run that Tony Cart. This, it'll be interesting, I think, to see how everything shakes down for Kyle Wick. You know, he's got a transition from the CRG to the Tony. Um, I look forward to talking to him to see what he says in terms of the feel-wise, how the transition's been. I, sh- I think it'll be really interesting. This is cool, though. Well, well it's, it's it shouldn't be too hard because he began carting in OTK products. So that's, that's true. That's, that's going to, you know, it's not something co- completely new to him. And now shifter cart-wise, yeah, it's completely new. Uh, but it, it does op- open the door for him to be able to race other different programs because we've seen uh, the RPG tent going to events throughout the country, whether it be Rotax or Rock or Scusa, uh, anything. R- uh, Rollison is is going to different events where his racers want to go to or their team needs to be. Um, so that's one good thing. Uh, but really, I think I I think what the 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 reasoning for the Tony Cart is I don't think Bonner Moulton wants to run Cosmic Colors. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I, I can respect that. I, I you just, might be right. Have you? You've ne- we've never seen Bonner in cosmic colors, have we? Other than maybe a t-shirt. Even yeah, there, and I, he's, he's wearing RPG colors, right? Yeah, you're right. So you're I, right. I really think it's the fact that that Bonner said, "No, this is shifter cart racing. It needs to be a Tony cart." That's interesting. And I'll just as we cap this up, I'll go a quick a quick side to it. Uh, when we were at. <laughs> When we were at Worldwide Raceway Tech, uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway Gateway for the IndyCar race, they were doing a photo shoot. Obviously, Felix Rosenquist for Chip Ganassi Racing had the Monster sponsorship that weekend, a flat black, and it was badass. So, of course, they're doing a photo shoot out there on pit lane. You know, they got some sexy models out there. They got a couple other uh, Monster uh, Energy uh, motorsports athletes on a couple motorcycles, that kind of thing. Cool shot. And I look over, and, I, and this is. Bef- maybe just probably just before your time, David. But you might, might remember. And this is where Bonner Moulton comes into this deal. I just wanted to bring this up because it hit my mind. I look over at the guy taking the photos, and it's Rob Mathis. <laughs> yeah. And so you got to go back to like the early days, like 99, 2000, 2001 of the Supercar USA Promoto Tour at the time. And Bonner Moulton and Rob Mathis were teammates. They were on CRGs back then. That they, I think they had some sponsorship from. I want to say like at Park City, like this, the ski resort or something like that. Uh, obviously, Rob has gone on to become a, a world-renowned uh, ski and snowboard photographer. But he was it was just it was just wild for me. To, it was it was essentially you know a twenty-year flashback when here he is standing ten feet. From I me, believe so. he did stuff for Kart Sport magazine as well too. He did, he did indeed. Yeah, he shot a lot of stuff for Kart Sport. You're right. Yeah, but good, just a super good guy. And I just t- t- thinking thinking. You know, if we're if you're bagging on Bonner, I think we might as well bag on the fact that he was him and Rob racing twenty something years ago. That's a long time. Mean, he's old. Long time ago. Well, remember, I mean, he's been to every Super Nationals. He's twenty three this year. So I love it. So he's he's been racing longer than a lot. All of the basically all all the racers under the tent at Rollison Performance Group have been alive. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. Uh, anyway, so listen. Speaking of Tony Cart. Uh, and speaking of Supernats, it's you hate to hear it, I guess, but man, um, pretty legendary driver 
in the Tony Cart OTK program, announcing his retirement recently. And, you know, David, we've had the pleasure of being able to watch him drive uh, to win Supernats, to win money <laughs> from, from Tom Kutcher. Um, and you know, it's, it's a guy that we've been had a chance to meet many, many times. And I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think we call each other friends, but it's, you know, casual acquaintance at the racetrack, Marco Artigo retiring, uh, from, from competition, 36 year old uh, driver, the Italian Tony cart factory driver with a hell of a resume. Oh, long, long resume. I mean, ever yeah. since I've been covering the sport, he's been, his name has been, uh, around yeah. and, and towards the top of, of a lot of uh, results throughout the year, uh, throughout the years. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, 36 years old, you're like, you're saying, Hey man, why don't you run masters? Well, I don't think in Europe masters is really looked at as, as something you, you do. I mean, you look at a guy like Ron White here, who's never moved i don't think ever moving to right. master so it's it's kind of that mentality and i think i think this is this is kind of just where he's going to be able to work a little bit more behind the scenes and and not do it very much driving i i i really don't see I, it's kind of like a david foray where he came back and raced intrepid this past year at the uh kz world karting championships uh last weekend um uh, you know it's I, I think we'll see him again come back, but maybe just not full time, just kind of I just don't see him ever not racing again type mentality. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. He'll go away for a bit and maybe come back for a one off here and there. I mean, that'd be interesting. But let's look at the resume, right? KF World Champion 2007-2008, KZ World Champion 2014, six WSK titles, five time European champion, three time supercars. Uh, USA Super Nationals winner as well. It just needs that one more, David, to try to go be the record holder, right? Well, honestly, he since that 2012 uh, victory, he had not been back to the Super yeah. Nationals. Yeah. Um, so that that had a lot to do with him not getting that fourth victory. So being gone over the last, what, seven years uh, kind of cost him that opportunity. But again, you know, it's just uh, he was, what, 29 when he, when he last won. So <laughs> you know, maybe... Maybe he thought it was it was time for him not to come back anymore. But I I guarantee we'll probably see him here in the United States, probably doing you know probably some driver coaching or here and that because uh, exactly. we, we we continue to see a lot of former world champions uh, eventually make their way over to the United States, such as Mike Wilson and and Danilo Rossi and David Foray and and many other many others. I, uh, I'm thinking I'd have to pull up the old issues of Shifter Card Illustrated, uh, but 2007 when he won at uh, the Supernats at uh, Sam Boyd Stadium, that might have been the first year of the big big cash too. I think I think it might have been the first ten thousand dollar year. Was it? Not? It was. I you, don't do you remember know that? if it was the first year of the big cash, but that was the first year that we had a lot of uh, international drivers because it was the one Supernats I missed uh, since 2004. So that's right. Um, I was talking to somebody about that event the other day, a race Liberante, because he was on the podium that year in S five. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out when he was on the podium because I had not seen it. Well, now I know why I had not seen it because I wasn't even there. So, uh, you were there. so that made a lot of sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 2007 was really when, I mean, we occasionally had a couple international drivers here and there, but nobody such as the name of Marco Artigo or, or even, uh, others that were that came about came around that uh, that year, and then from there the KZ category really grew, really grew, uh, and and continued with uh, the big amount of cash. 
Well, here's and here's the uh, I just reached down here looking at the thing. I just you know what? Because it wasn't in Shifter Card Illustrated or Supercard Illustrated because we shut it down at the end of 2006. It was eCardy News right. only at that point, right? Megan Magazine got shut down at the end after the Supernats of 2006. Uh Anyways, y'all, on behalf of David and I and, for, for, and everybody at Cardi News, congratulations to Marco Ardigo. A absolute uh, stellar career. It's a pleasure to watch him race. And, and ideally, as David said, we may get a chance to see him back behind the wheel one day. Yes, it was ten grand. There you go, ten thousand. I don't know if that was the first year. So I, I, I want to say it, I want to say it was the well, first year. It might I'll, not have have been. Look, I'll look at two thousand six. Just do a little work, Cole. Yeah, you you do your radio thing. I'll look at this. <laughs> All right, folks, uh, stick with us. More to come uh, after this break. We're going to talk about David's going to give us some input on the uh, the WK Hall of Fame. And then we'll talk more about the event that's coming around the corner here right now. It will be the biggest ever in its short history. The Cup Carts North America format was confirmed. We'll talk more about that. When we come back to this edition of This Week in Karting. As this year's karting season draws to a close, the World Karting Association has turned its focus on the always exciting 2019 Grand National Schedules set for this fall. Preparations are underway for the famous WKA Grand National Eagles to be awarded to Bolt Sprint and Road Racers in a pair of big events. Even more exciting, as each race ends the season for Bolt Series, the 2019 National Series Points Champions will be decided as each series takes on the popular Grand National events. In the National Sprint Race Division, the Bridgestone Manufacturers Cup, the event will be hosted by the iconic Newcastle Motorsports Park on October 11th through 13th. Once again, for the 2019 Manufacturers Cup Grand National, series organizers have slated the super competitive track configuration 40 of the Newcastle circuit, which promises last corner battles to the checkered flag for both the Grand National Eagles as well as the championship titles. Road racers in the Vega Tires National Road Race Series will return to the popular National Corvette Museum Circuit in Bowling Green, Kentucky on November 8th through 10th for the season-ending WKA Grand Nationals. Continuing with its cooperative programs, WKA invites both KART and CES as promotional partners for this major event. Two events, the legendary Grand National Eagles awarded, National Series points champions decided. It's the 2019 WKA Grand National Schedule. Registration opens September 1st. Visit worldcarding.com to lock in your spot on the grid. Rotax is officially back in America, and J3 Competition is the iconic brand's new importer and distributor for the United States. With a focus on top-notch customer service and unparalleled product support, J3 Competition is excited to work with club and regional series to build the Rotax community across the United States. For 2019, J3 Competition formed its Stars and Stripes Racing Program, which highlights its national Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals ticket events. The two events, the Stars and Stripes Open and the Stars and Stripes Trophy, awarded tickets to 10 drivers to participate in the Rotax Grand Finals in Italy, the sport's most talked-about global event. Rotax is a global leader in two-cycle technology and alongside J3 Competition, who brings more than 75 years of experience to the brand here in the U.S. The industry is safe with a bright future. Check out the new Rotax USA program at racerotax.com.
When you think racing tire in the U.S., one name stands out. Huger. The history of Huger racing tire is one of an American dream and is the tire designed for champions. At the end of 2018, Margay Racing became the sole United States and Canadian karting distributor, establishing Hoosier Kart Sport. Throughout 2019, Hoosier Kart Sport has expanded the Hoosier brand to kart shops, tracks, clubs, and racing series across North America, focused on grassroots programs. Four different compounds are available through Hoosier Kart Sport. The R55 is among the most popular with shifter kart categories. The R60 and R70 serve the two-cycle and four-cycle community at the club and regional level. The R80 is the official compound of the Margate Ignite program. The Hoosier Wet has been tested to the limits and ranks among the top rain racing tire in karting today. With a wide range of compounds and a made-in-the-USA racing heritage, Hoosier Kart Sport has the tire you need for your track, series, or personal racing needs. Head to HoosierKartSport.com today to find your nearest dealer and follow them on all social media platforms by searching Hoosier Kart Sport. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. During the break that we had here, David Cole doing everything he could to try to prove me wrong uh, in terms of when the $10,000 was first dropped. Uh, David, you got some input? Yeah, 2006, Gary Carlton won Super Nationals 10 and took home 10 grand for that race probably why probably why article came over the next year <laughs> probably right that probably had a lot to do I with it, it. Uh, yeah he uh uh carlton was on the crg yep. and had a uh, hoodie beats uh, speed yep final issue of the magazine yep. that it. would be in the final that would be in the final I'm issue pulling it yeah. up right now i got it in front of me yeah. Here it is. Wow, this is badass. Here we go. The rest of the top, the rest of the top five split another ten grand. Here's your quote. So you have- okay, here's, your, here's your top ten. For, this is top ten from 2006 Super Nationals. Man, final issue of the magazine. That's the badass. Uh, Gary Carlton with the win. Alex Speed second. John Cavacuti third. Tad Fernacoshi fourth. Matt Jaskell fifth. David Yurka sixth. Ja- Jammin John Branham seventh. Alan Rudolph eighth. Michael Valiente ninth, and a former Super Nets winner. Or it was a former, yeah, former, uh, former Jason Bowles coming home in ten. Yeah, Bowles won in two thousand four. Valiante has three victories as well too at the Supernats. I always love going. I Rudolph, I love Rudolph never won at the Supernats. Did he never win at the Supernats. Never won at the Supernats. Wowza! Seriously, seriously. How did you That's not know crazy. this? Come on, you're you're like the Alan Rudolph fan club president, aren't you? Uh he's a, yeah, he's a good man. No <laughs> doubt about it. No doubt. I love looking through these. Tag Senior, Daniel Morab was the winner that year. Yeah, first Matt, part. Matt, yeah, Matt Johnson was P4. Mm-hmm. Travis Hot Rocks Irving winning Tag Master on the Beeland. Yeah, he was a cheater. The Forest. Cheater. <laughs> <laughs> on the Beeland. John Crow in in uh, in the third spot there. I love watching this yeah. stuff. What else we got Aaron here? Elliott won G1 in, CR, in a CRG. Jeff Luttrell. That was the first year of S4. Uh, Jeff, listen, hold on. Listen, listen, listen to the G. Listen to the G one. Uh, Darren Elliott, Colin Lynn, Shane Shipley, Bonner Moulton, Sergio Machado, Kelly Baker, Nick Firestone, Eduardo Martins, Stephen Ferreira, and Phil Conti. I love it. Connor De Filippi winning in the S three class. Jeff Latrell, like you said, winning in the S four. That was category. Connor's third win. Because the year before that, he had the two wins yeah. in uh, Jika. In in what class? Jika and eighty junior. Yep. 
There it is, ladies and gentlemen, David Cole. Impressive. Impressive, David. Yeah, there's a picture right there. Uh, Dar- hey, Darren Elliott won 5000 bucks for winning yeah. G1. Tom Kutcher with short hair. <laughs> that, that's a – that you never see anymore. <laughs> no way, man. Good stuff, though. Pulling up the old magazine there. That's fantastic. All right, uh, David, let's jump into um, – we're talking Scooza. Let's jump into WKA. They've been, uh, they've been taking the opportunity to – induct some people into the hall of fame with which i think has been good and you know this is a long run for this wk organization and all the names that are coming out now are the guys that i've known kind of for the last 20 years of my career as a journalist give us some input on on more inductees to the wk hall of fame well at the recent manufacturers cup series event that was held at the badger cart club uh facility they inducted actually four people uh into the wk hall of fame both pairs being father-son duos. So you think about father-sons and karting, um, especially here in the Midwest, these two families are really stand out uh, as longtime supporters, uh, racers, industry members, and and volunteers because they, they do, they've all put a lot of time and effort into the sport. Uh, Steve and Brian Jacobson being the first duo uh, out of uh, Illinois, uh, we know Steve has been uh, in the industry a long time. Brian, a long time racer, now uh, part of the industry as well too. So they were inducted alongside George and Jamie Soraki of Wisconsin. Uh, we know the Soraki family and Franklin Cart, uh, Franklin Motorsports, and and Team Merlin. Uh, put a they, George is is the ultimate volunteer <laughs> for this sport. Uh, he's still going strong, uh, putting in many hours every week uh, with WK still as a trustee also with the Badger cart club and many other things. And we know Jamie Soraki, uh industry member, longtime racer, just uh, two, two really big families that uh, have put their name into the hall of fame. Yeah. I just think David about, you know, my 20 years and, and knowing what they've done and how long they've been around. Those guys were the stalwarts, right? When I first got into this deal, that was, it was part of the industry. It was part of the, uh, part of the sport itself. Uh, it's just great, great selections there for sure. Uh, joining other uh, members that they inducted this year, Richter Sang, Terry Trader, uh, Keith Freeber and Robbie Harper also going in as well. A couple more races still to come with WKA, David, to, to wrap up their season. They got grand nationals coming, right? Yeah, the Grand Nationals for Manufactured Cup Series is going to be heading to Newcastle Motorsports Park on October 11 through 13. So that is basically in two weeks. Uh, the road race finishes out their 2019 season at the NCM Motorsports Park in Bowling Green, Kentucky. If you've never been to the National Corvette Museum, this is their racetrack, and it's probably a really cool event uh, to be part of. The only thing they're, they're my, one, we might be heading down there, but we're still wondering about weather. So it's going to be one of those weekly uh, week of things to see if we can head down there. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's move David into uh, some of the, you know, the hot topic stuff right now. And that's the, the cup carts, North America, grand nationals, uh, the third edition of this race. Uh, you know, first edition solid out of the box. Second, a lot more drivers came. We've obviously, obviously been talking to Greg Jasperson quite a bit. Uh, we did the podcast with him at the start of the season. Talk about the, their, their Champions Cup Series, the actual regional series. Uh, but so much chatter about this Cup Cards North America Grand Nationals now. They opened registration and CIK 206 sold out at 40 carts in four hours. I think, was it four hours? I think something like that. Some I, ridiculous short amount of time. The whole thing was sold out. So they ended up opening up again. Essentially, everything's wide open. They're going to take as many people as they can 
and they'll figure out the race, you know, the weekend, the weekend schedule at that point. But David, man, a lot of chatter about, about, you know, with this race, obviously not this weekend, but coming up next weekend, October 4th, 5th, 5th and 6th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. It's going to be a great one, I think. Yeah, that the, the the chatter has been really leading up till they announced it was what format were they going to follow? Because they've had different type of uh, event structures uh, to kind of decide. The yeah. first year, they actually had two different finals. So thankfully, they got away from that because we know we hate that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we do. but this year one winner yeah this year they're going uh with the uh with qualifying three heat races and those the points from those heat races will decide the lineup for the main event uh that'll be conducted over saturday and sunday practice basic unofficial practice will be on friday we'll be there doing that and then the biggest thing was the layout and they just announced that um this week uh, confirming the same configuration as 2018, which is configuration 43. Uh, something I know you probably have never seen where they use the little Monza that sits inside. I have so not. Uh, they use part of that along with the shorter uh, 180 so they don't go all the way down to I-70. Uh, other than that, the rest of the track is pretty much the same as the national layout. So uh, it's it's more of the four-stroke, um, four-cycle um layout that uh you don't need the long yeah. straightaways for 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 the brigs so. exactly so we're not bouncing off the rev limiter for 500 yards <laughs> exactly that's that's good yeah uh you know one of the, the the news pieces that came out about the event that i thought was just absolutely tremendous was Briggs and stratton strep- stepping up with some travel assistance depending on which state you were in how far away you were from the race the, the track itself anywhere between 40 uh to 80 dollars worth of uh, fuel cards to help your travel, which I just think was, you know, it's, it's, it's just a great step to, to help someone who's coming. Again, this is, this is a low budget race, right? We're all, we're all running the Briggs and Stratton engine uh, for the most part, because it's affordable racing. It's, it's a ton of fun, but it's affordable. And, you know, we're not, you know, we're not rolling big toter, toter homes and stuff and to have that little bit of help from Briggs and Stratton in terms of covering some of your fuel costs, I think is, uh, is massive. What a gesture. Because again, they're the cup carts, North America programs focused on grassroots racers. And that's, that's what they're focused on making sure are, are taken care of. Not necessarily, you know, just, you know, $40 for a trip is, is a big amount regarding gas, depending on where you're coming from. And we're, we keep hearing we're there's people coming from Pacific Northwest, all the way down from Florida, all the way from Texas. So there's, all the way from northern Canada, northeast Canada. So there's 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 people coming from all corners of of the continent, and and so yeah. just this little bit of money is great, and and it maybe decides you know hey a, a club racer who's questioning on going, just that forty dollars in gas money may may sway their decision to go or not go. I agree. I agree. So uh, obviously hearing about a lot of teams coming in, one of the most recently actually pushing out on social media, Margay actually going to be coming and bringing, uh, bringing a little squad, bringing obviously gonna be a lot of Margays there as it is, but they're bringing some of their guns coming in, having stammers coming in, uh, pistol Pete vetters coming in. There's going to be some, some guns uh, running for Margay at this particular event this year as well. Yeah, mostly uh, their factory guys are in the senior and master's categories. So we're going to have to, uh, yeah, we're going to have to race with Pistol Pete and, <laughs> and Ken Williams and Brandon Moore, uh, three good th- three good drivers that we've been uh, racing with over the last year. 
in sure a couple of years. Hey, let's talk in, about in, which is what? weird because Ken was working on uh, on <laughs> Chris Wheeler's cart, who I race for at, uh, at Indy. So that's, that's right, kind of. That's right. So let's talk about our rides, David. Uh, You're jumping aboard a CRG. You had a chance to actually do a quick test of that cart a couple of years ago at Newcastle when we were there for the Scoozer weekend, but you're actually running with LSR Motorsports. I like it. It'll be fun. Yeah, the chassis is a little bit different. They've made a couple of little tweaks here and there uh, over the last couple of years from that original model, but uh, it's still very similar to what they've had. Uh, so yeah, I, I've got, I think what, maybe 20 laps on that chassis, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, definitely, uh, Friday will be a very much welcome practice day because anytime I, I you got to, you get on, behind the wheel is good. And, and so obviously the first day will be le- first part will be learning. And then after that, I'll be just fine tuning and, and trying to get quick. Thankfully I'll have a couple drivers. I'll have a uh, Stacy gun who's been racing the cart for a number of years uh, she'll be in the master's class, so we'll be able to kind of uh, bounce ideas and, and thoughts off, you know, off one another regarding the chassis setup. Uh, and then also Austin Garrison is going to be racing in senior. So to have a driver like that uh, under the tent and maybe maybe I'll actually get some driver coaching. <laughs> wow. You, you could use that. Well, you know, I as much <laughs> crap as you keep talking, I really got to put in 100 percent effort in. Hey, hold on. Let's be real. The talker of the crap is you. You're you're the one that's aggressive. I'm just getting back here and bobbing and weaving. You, you, bobbing and you weaving. Serve, that's kind of like how your driving you style serve, is. Yes. You serve one across, <laughs> I knock it back. That's pretty much the way it goes. All right. Yeah. And I'll tell you, yes, because you know you and I, we have so little time to drive, David. When we do, it's normally it's you and I go to having a good time. When I ran the Texas Pro Kart Challenge race at Amarillo with Alan Rudolph and his Speed Sports Racing team, I actually had a little bit of time to to look at some video and just to get a little bit of that input from Alan. It changed. I, I found probably three tenths of a second the next the next uh, session. So again, as you said, coaching so so crucial. And it was great, to, of course, to have Alan there. Now I'll be back on board uh, Burrell again. I ran. Well, I won't be on the Burrell. Uh, I ran the Burrell for Alan down there. Mark Steele called me. He's like, or got with me at uh, um, at the Battle of the Brickyard actually, and said, "Hey, listen, I want you to run with us. I want you to put you on a Ricardo." I said, "You know what? Sounds good. If I'm able to work with you guys in PSL, that's awesome. I know PSL is going to be down there. The cool deal is, so they're going to take the cart that I drive all weekend long." And they're going to raffle it off. They're going to, they're, I think it's 30 bucks a ticket. You buy it at the racetrack, 30 bucks a ticket. And at the end of the weekend, someone's winning my go-kart, which I think is pretty cool. I'll try not to wreck it. David, stay away from me. Well, I'll be ahead of you, so don't worry. David, that, it wasn't that way at the Battle <laughs> of the Brickyard. How in the world do you think that's going to happen at Newcastle? I don't understand. It was in practice because I was just looking at the practice video. I'm like, man, where's Rob? Oh, that's right. He was behind me trying to learn. It's called learning draft had you learned the draft you wouldn't have qualified you wouldn't have qualified yeah. 18th you would see i blame that on rick folks him and his bump drafting you crap. just didn't know how to handle the strategy i did that in practice got a good feel yeah. for it you didn't understand it because you just made a little mistake dave it's okay though yeah. live and learn dave you, dave i qualifying has never been <laughs> i think i had one good qualifying session ever in my life and that was rock island in the wet so if it's not raining i'm not going to do no. good in qualifying right. that, that's good for you then and we're not in the same go-karts this time. When you and I were in the, when the Comets, we were working together, right? When we were on the Eagles. Now we're totally different. We're not going out together either. So you can't. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking to you on the weekend. Wow. 
Well, maybe maybe at night, maybe at night, but not during the day, man. It's it's full. It's here's game when, face. Here's like, when on. you will be talking to me. <laughs> when I'm rocking and rolling at my first annual burger smash, you're gonna be you'll be yes. you'll be talking because I'll be giving you a hamburger and you're gonna be loving it. It's delicious. Yes, that when when food is <laughs> when food is involved, I will talk to you. So, folks, time. you probably you might have seen it on social media. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna raise a bit of money for the Riley Ch- uh, Children's Foundation. Uh, I just uh, I love making hamburgers on my Blackstone gr- griddle. Uh, I called up uh, Mike Adams down at the track. They actually have a Blackstone, so I'm gonna smash a bunch of burgers. We're gonna try to raise some money. I've got a bunch of sponsors on board. Cooper Tires has come on board um, as a, as a title sponsor for the for the program. I'm 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 pretty. I'm pretty stoked about this because I think this is just going to be a ton of fun. I'm going to smash probably 200 to 250 burgers. It's 10 bucks a plate. Uh, Cooper Tires on board is the presenting sponsor. Margay Racing, Hoosier Kart Sport, Trinity Karting Group, Latrell Racing and Ionic Edge, Croc Promotion USA, MyLaps, Stilo USA, and OTK USA are those who have signed on already, David, to be part of this action. We're gonna, I'm gonna, we're hoping to raise like three grand which I think it'd be awesome to be able to give to Riley Children's Foundation. We're going to have T-shirts that you're going to be able to buy. Couldn't get them done on time because it was kind of a last-minute deal. We'll, ha- we'll be selling a limited release of those on our EKN store through Styled Aesthetic. But we're just going to smash a bunch of burgers. It's going to be Friday. Probably as soon as practice is done on Friday, we're going to have some fun on the griddle, drink some cold beer. Uh, David and I will be doing some trash talk. Alicia's going to help out. I, just, I hope everyone just don't plan for any food. Or at least come over for a snack. On Friday after the after the sessions, we'll bang out a bunch of burgers and have some fun. I like it. And if you're not going to be able to attend, there's you can still be part of the yeah. of the donation and part of raising the funds to uh, to Riley. So uh, contact Rob or contact myself, and we'll get you uh, we'll get you connected to the right uh, the right way to donate. Well, you know what, and we'll put that link up there, David, because it's actually kind of cool. Because we <laughs> believe it or not, I already have we already have somebody who has gone onto that page and, and actually, and actually uh, sent us some money as well. It's Andrew Cleaver. They actually, uh, they donated a hundred dollars. So it's already on that page, which I thought they can't make it, but uh, they've already donated a hundred bucks, which I thought was amazing. We're just, I'm trying to get something going. I'd love to have this to be an annual deal so we can make, make a bunch of money because, you know, go to the, go to Riley children's foundation online and see what they do. It is unbelievable the stuff that they do for the Rally Children's Hospital and a number of different organizations around the Indianapolis area there. It's just, to me, it's just, it's, it's amazing stuff. So that means I, there's 10 burgers there that I can eat already, right? <laughs> well, it's 10 bucks a plate, Dave. So drop a hundred, <laughs> drop a hundred and you're good to go. Well, I, well he wasn't, they weren't oh. going to be there. So I figured that hundred dollars was towards my eating budget. That's right? probably true. Cause he actually, <laughs> I know when they, when they were messaging me, they said, we'll put the money in and you give the plates to somebody else. I was more like, there you we'll go. just hold So right. David Cole, yeah, we'll probably give you a burger. Buddy. I'll, I'll give, I'll give them the 10 people. It's okay. I don't need to eat 10 burgers. <laughs> I, I, although I do have to make, I do add, add weight. So maybe 10 burgers will be good. <laughs> you and I both, you know, no doubt about that, yeah. but I'm telling you, you've never had one of my smash burgers, David, you're going to dig it. They're tasty. Just no onions on yours. No onions, yeah. But it's an Oklahoma fried onion burger, dude. It's so good. All right. <laughs> enough Enough of burger talk. We'll get back to burger smash later. Folks, uh, another break in the action here where David and I come back. We're going to talk about the the, uh, the World Championship a little bit. David, of course, kept his eye on the event. Um, he'll fill you in and uh, get a full scoop on who is the 2019 World Champion. Stay with us. More to come. You've heard and read about us. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. 
we race to win. After putting all eight of our X30 senior drivers in the main at last year's Scuzo Super Nationals, we're the tent you need to be under this November. We have just four spots available, so contact us today to lock in one of our final opportunities. We may be prepping for Las Vegas, but it's also time to talk about 2020. Joining the Rawls Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Our industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and former Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. In 2020, we'll be racing in the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Car Challenge, as well as the IKF Northwest Region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We do have different levels of programs available for the IKF Sprint Grand Nationals at Pat's Acres on the September 20, 2122 weekend. So if you want to get a head start on 2020, come up and join us and take your shot at winning a Duffy, one of the most prestigious trophies in the sport. We're the Rawlison Performance Group. We race to win. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID. Hey everyone, this is Chris Wheeler from Bell Helmets. Bell Racing USA is now the official helmet of Supercarts USA. You can find our newest line of products such as the Carbon KC7 CMR, the only carbon fiber belt helmet approved with a CMR rating in the entire world during the 2019 season by visiting PSL Karting on site at all SCUSA events. Check us out online, www.bellracing.com, or on social media by following at BellRacingHQ. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howard alongside David Cole. This is episode 14 of This Week in Karting. David Cole, it's pretty much all yours. I was busy as hell at uh, at the IndyCar race. Fill us in. Give us give us a scoop of what happened at the uh, the World Karting Championships this year. Well, actually, the World Karting Championships took place while you were in Texas. I Texas. I, it was a so, it was a it was a non ending thing for me. Just yeah. Go, I'm just go, go I'm play. just kind of giving you yeah because uh, it was so this was basically two weeks ago when the World Karting <sighs> really? Championships took place. Yes, last What's weekend. Wrong? Last weekend was the Gearbox World Karting Championships. What's wrong with my life? Oh, my God. I didn't even – yeah. All right. Well, good thing I got you. That's okay. That's what, 
I just straight, I'm just straightening you out. Just like when you, you know, you miss the apex or, you know, you miss the exit, I'm going to straighten you out and move you off the, into the grass. Wow. So it's okay. Well, at least that, yeah, that's why I pay you the big bucks. That's for sure. All right. That's right. Give us a scoop. I probably won't get paid. I won't probably won't get Stop paid. Stop talking <laughs> and talk about the worlds. The worlds. Well, wouldn't you believe it? But Lorenzo Travisonato scored the world karting championship once again. Uh, it was, you know, he wasn't quite the season that he had last year going into the event, but still it's the world championships and uh, the, the the best step up when it's that time. And, and Travis Sonato was able to score the uh, world karting championships for a second straight year. Is it year Travis Sonato or I thought it was the, Travis Anuto? Travis Anuto. There sorry. you go. Let's yes. get this right. Don't Americanize it on him. Well, uh, you know, that's how I am. <laughs> so the Italian was able to uh, earn a second straight aboard the Cart Republic chassis with IAMI Power. Uh, Taylor Barnard of Great Britain was second, giving Cart Republic a 1-2. IAMI a 1-2 as well, that's too. Big. Yeah. Uh, and Harry Thompson from Great Britain scoring third place aboard his FA Cart Vortex machine. How many, uh, I didn't I didn't follow close enough, how many U.S. American drivers did they have and who was top American? There, I believe there were Five in the OK co- uh, category. Uh, leading the way, though, the only driver to uh, to make the main event because, again, they limit it down to uh, 34 drivers. Yeah. Uh, the only driver to make it was Sebastian Montoya, representing the USA Colors, uh, and he was able to finish 28th in his Tony Kart machine. Uh, what about uh, the junior categories? Junior category, again, another one of those massive categories with tons of drivers in it. Uh, Thomas Ten Brinke of the Netherlands was the champion uh, aboard the FA cart. Brazilian Rafael Chavez Camara was second uh, with uh, the Lithuanian. (laughs) Come on. I can't can't wait for this. I can't wait for this. Kaju Sicknellis. Sicknellis? Sicknellis. Yes. Lithuanian. OTK went one, two, three in the cat in the category. Uh, so good for them. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that one I didn't really watch too much. I was actually busy that weekend. Uh, so I didn't able to get to watch it. So I just kind of was, uh, just kind of wanted to highlight, uh, that event, uh, top American in that, uh, category. I believe we had four in that, uh, Connor Zillage being at one, um, Ugo, Ugo Chukwu was also in that as well. Uh, but it was Santiago Trezini that uh, was the top American finishing 21st in his cart Republic. Let's move on to the, uh, the gearbox KZ world championships and, and actually a driver that we, uh, that we've, we've seen here before uh, ran some screws of pro tour racing, ended up uh, standing on top of the box. Actual what we, who we thought was going to be the super nationals winner last year in the KZ category. That's true. That's Marnie and Kremers uh, was until the red flag. Kremers was leading the super nationals <sighs> last year. That's true. Uh, and once they, they restarted, he dropped back to second, couldn't get back to the lead. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, this time, Kremers basically dominated the main event uh, at the World Karting Championships held at uh, South Garda Karting in Lenato, Italy. Uh, dominated the main event. Uh, never relinquished the lead to, uh, to score his uh, first uh, World Karting Championship. Uh, it was uh, Adrian Renat. See that one? I don't know. Re- I would say Renaudin. Renaudin from Sodi Kart. Re- he was P two. He was P two for for much of the event as well. But uh, a pushback bumper penalty dropped him off the podium down to ninth. 
that moved up uh, Burrell Art driver Ricardo Longhi to second. Uh, so that gave Burrell Art the one to finish. And Boss Lommers, another, again, another Super Nationals competitor. He uh, put his Sodi cart into third after starting probably outside the top five. So he had one of those, uh, he had a great drive going. He thought he was going to be able to catch up to uh, the top two, but just did not run, just basically ran out of time. A couple of the uh, USA big guns there as well. Yeah, CRG Nordam drivers Austin Garrison, AJ Myers made the trek across the pond take uh, to take part in the event. Uh, it's been a while. It's been since Gary Carlton that we had a uh, USA driver in the Gearbox World Karting Championships. Uh, so I believe that was two years ago because Gary wasn't racing last year. Uh, so Austin Garrison was the lone driver to make the main event. He ended up finishing 23rd after starting, I believe, in the 28th position. Uh, AJ Myers was primed to get to, into the main event, but a seized engine in his last heat uh, dropped him down in the points to 37th. So he was three spots short of making the main event. And then Orlando Karting Center's Andre Martins did a uh, bucket list type uh, event, uh, decided to race with the big boys in KZ. Uh, the 51-year-old driver went and raced uh, at, with the uh, Tony Kart factory team. So he got to witness uh, Mar- Marco Artigo's last race and uh, compete in the KZ category. Uh, obviously didn't make the main event, uh, but still had a great time. That's awesome. I love seeing that. Get out there and have some fun. That's great. <clears throat> what about the KZ2 category, the, the KZ2 World Cup? This was a really great battle um, racing up front. You know, it, I've been to the South Garda. It's uh, it's a very interesting track. Now that they've had the changes done to uh, to the layout, um, it it actually op- opens up for a couple more passing opportunities, especially uh, in the gearbox category, because it seemed like the turn, the right hand turn that they installed right before, right in front of the grid, is is one of the key uh, passing zones for for the KZ categories. Uh, so this was a fun race to watch, but it was a uh, Sodi cart driver, a million Denner who scored the victory uh, ahead of David Valdez. Ahanro. How do you say that? Ahanro. I don't do that. I, I, Ahanro. Ahanro. Yeah. So it sounds Ahenio. good. See if I hear it, I can say it. David uh, Valdez Ahanro. Yep. And then Emil Scarez was third. He was really one of the quickest drivers on the racetrack. Uh, but he got shuffled back in some of the good racing that was going on. Again, you get past and then two guys would go by you. So it was really cool to watch. He was probably one of the quicker drivers on the track, but uh, ended up finishing third. Uh, Jamaican Colin Daly was there uh, competing uh, as a lone North American driver uh, in the KZ2 uh, category. Uh, was 81st after the heat races out of 121. So not a bad showing wow. uh, for the Jamaican. No, not at all. Uh, and the, uh, the the Academy was there as well? Yeah, the Academy Trophy rounded out their uh, three-race program. This was their finale. Uh, Kazush, Skin, I think is the same guy this. that was in the, uh, yeah, in the, the Lithuanian, Kazush Skinilis, yep. uh, was... Um, Six Nellis. Ended up... Sick Nellis. There you go. Six Nellis. Uh, ended up ended up winning uh winning winning the championship. Became the first Lithuanian to ever win a uh, CIK FIA title. Impressive. Um, Christian Ho, who ended up winning the race in uh, at Lenado, uh, moved up into second in the points uh, with Robert Dehan of the Netherlands finishing third. Uh, Canadian Justin Arsenault was among the podium con- 
contenders, uh, but was crashed in the main event early on. Ended up finishing 16th in the points. Luca Mars did not attend the race uh, and thus uh, finished 15th overall in the points. Let's move uh, back home here, David, to kind of talk about an update. I know that you spent some time, and it it does take a ton of time. Uh, Took all the results, jammed uh, all the stuff back into the calculations, uh, all the input for the EKN driver rankings powered by Bell Racing. You you came out with new rankings, updated rankings for both the shifter card category and our tag categories. Give us a look at the uh, the top three in both of those uh, both of those programs. Yeah, not much has changed throughout the year, especially in the shifter card categories. We still have AJ Myers uh, sitting up on top ahead of Billy Musgrave with Pro Tour champion Kyle Wick in third. Uh, Myers basically has 133 points over Wick. And Musgrave, a little bit, just 90 points back in, in second. So uh, really the Supernats, now that all three have been racing all year long, um, all three raced last year in the Super Nationals. Obviously, Musgrave winning it. Myers was second. I believe Kyle Wick was on the podium. Um, so we'll see how everything shakes out uh, when uh, after Vegas. Yeah, it'll be interesting too, right? CRG, Crock Promotion, and now Tony Kart for those three drivers. I like it. Let's uh, let's take the gloves off and do it again for Supernats. Let's see who comes out on top. It's P1. I like, let's see. It's interesting. It will be. It will be very interesting because again, and, we and somebody's getting a new helmet, right? Yes, correct. With uh, Bell Racing, with the rankings powered yeah. by Bell Racing, a uh, tag same situation as well with Ryan Norberg on top. Uh, four time now, now four time Scusa Pro Tour champion, uh, still holding the top spot. Brandon Jarzakrak sitting there in second, about 140 points out of the lead. So, a good both of these drivers did not have a good finish at the Super Nationals. So, if they were to finish, say, top five or even win, it'll certainly help and improve their point standings. Uh, yeah, and throw that out there because obviously with the driver ranking, it's it's the last twelve months sliding scale, so you keep sliding twelve months. So when David, when you input the two thousand nineteen Supercarts USA Super Nationals results, last year's get thrown out. So I, you can run as many races as you want throughout the year. The rankings are your best seven races. We could make them best eight, best nine, best ten, but a lot of these guys don't run that many races. They'll run only seven, eight, or nine races anyway. So um, yeah. Bottom- tra- tra- Oh, sorry. I, just, I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mention Trey Brown yet, sitting there in third. Yeah. Trey's kind of been steadily uh, moving up, so now he's reached the third spot. So uh, still looking for uh, that key victory that'll be able to uh, improve his score. And as you were talking about the seven events, uh, Jake French just scored just scored his seventh race, and he's now in the top ten in the shifter cart rankings. So nice. if he were to say win at the Super Nationals or podium you could see him possibly moving up into maybe one of the top three positions as well. <laughs> and what, as I just took, take a look, quick look at it too, one of the cool things about the, the rankings, David, is look where these drivers are from. For shifter carts, A.J. Myers, Florida, Billy Musgrave, Southern California, Cowick, Pacific Northwest. Like three, obviously three of the corners of the country, right? And then you've got Tag, Norberg from Florida, Jarsa Crack up in New Jersey, and Trey Brown in Southern California. All of the top three in the both categories every all four of the kind of corners of the country are represented i think that's pretty cool Where, where's jars of crack from shillington shillington pennsylvania oh, I, thought was, I thought it was new jersey oh, oh, no right. no pennsylvania right. he's yeah. a shillington slingshot 
But again, up in the up in the east, northeast, right? Which is yes, northeast. You are you are correct. Really interesting, I think. I like the fact that it just kind of as such a great a great cross section for me. Well, and you look at the chassis, Norberg's on a Cosmic, Brandon's on a Tony cart, and Trey's on a FA cart. Uh-huh. So it's really, it's really different. Not. <laughs> not, not. The color. <laughs> the colors are different. <laughs> All right. We just wrapped up uh, the World Championships in both the OK and OK Junior in the KZ category. Uh, David giving us a little look at where things sit in the ECAN driver rankings. One more break in the action here on this weekend card. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the editorial we've had on eCarding News. We'll do a little podcast review of the, of the podcasts that are now available that you can download. We'll talk about what's coming up as well on the EKN Radio Network, and then we'll wrap things up with uh, where David and I are going EKN live-wise. Folks, stick with us. We'll wrap things up on this week in karting after this break. In karting, it's important to be supported by the right people. With over 40 years of experience in the sport, Trinity Karting Group has everything you need to make your program successful. We do it all. And we do it right. We offer trackside support and arrive and drive programs at many of Karting's biggest East Coast events, full product sales and service, and professional coaching from our experienced staff. Trinity Karting Group is a full service operation based at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati, which gives us access to our custom designed driver training facility. This allows us to offer private one on one coaching to take you to the next level. We're also your Midwest home for Tony Kart and Miami and we're your source for MG and Avinco tires in the region. Tony Kart quality cannot be beat, so call us today to put you in a new chassis for your next event. In 2020, we'll be racing and providing arrive and drive programs for the full Supercart USA Pro Tour and the Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, the WKA's Kart Week in Daytona, and exciting events like the USAC Battle at the Brickyard and the Rock Island Grand Prix. From arrive and drive and coaching programs to the parts you need, let Trinity Karting Group provide you with customer service and a racing experience second to none. Trinity Karting Group has a long history of the sport, a winning pedigree, and we're dedicated to driver development. We take pride in our professional approach and our positive attitude. Let us build a custom race program for you. Give us a call at 513-421-4463 or check us out online at trinitykartinggroup.com. The 2019 season has been an exciting year for Rock Cup USA, and the schedule is set to close out its biggest event on the calendar, Rock the Rio. Rockers will converge on the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas to celebrate Halloween week, competing at this premier international event on October 28th to November 2nd, all around a challenging temporary circuit with the Las Vegas Strip in the background. Rock Cup USA programs are wrapping up their 2019 seasons across the country, including the Rock the Rockies in Colorado, Rock Sonoma, and California Rock Championships in California, and many other clubs across North America. Learn more about the Rock the Real event and all things that are rock at rockcupusa.com. Carts, parts, engines, tires, and tools at sharkshifter.com. What you need is just a click away. We carry the biggest names in chassis, like Tony Kart and FA, DR Kart, CRG, and VLR. We have new chassis and all the parts you need. At SharkShifter.com, we also stock top quality replacement parts from Swift components, like axles, sprockets, and hubs. We have the inventory you need for your stock Honda as well. 
from cylinders, heads, and engine parts to reeds, exhaust pipes, ignition covers, radiators, air filters, and air boxes. We build our own billet aluminum components as well, including motor mounts and clutch levers. Need to add to your toolbox? We offer alignment tools, brake, battery, and exhaust tools, tire gauges, and hand tools. Stop messing around getting your seat in the right position. We have a seat mounting system that makes it easy. Check the website for monthly specials. If you need it, we can get it to you fast. We ship the same day. Sharkshifter.com, your online source for carts and parts. Welcome back to the ECAN Radio Network. Rob Howd alongside David Cole. All right, DC, let's uh, let's talk about what uh, what we've had on the EKN website uh, editorially. Like we, we, you know, obviously this week in carding is about all the news that comes in, but we crank out a lot of original content as well. What uh, what did we put together, and, and what did we have put together? New fresh stuff on EKN this last month. Really of note was the July driver of the month, Stephen Kilsdoink. Uh, that was published. We published also the August driver of the month. Uh, because it's again, we had the, the July one come in a little bit late and a little bit after our this week in carding. Uh, so we published that. We also had the, as I said, j- the August driver of the month, which was Jake French after his uh, super na- or summer nationals performance, uh, sweeping, sweeping yeah, the pro impressive. shifter category there. Uh, mechanic minutes, we had a little bit of delay of uh, publishing uh, the second event of the FIA Karting Championship Academy Trophy program from Italy. But Dan Slosher was able to provide us with uh, some great words and feedback of uh, what it's like of being at the FIA Academy Trophy uh, from that side of the fence. Um, obviously, giving us some details of uh, of tuning for for that event, but also now adding in some food food things, which uh, we definitely love because there's one thing about going to races: it's what happens at the racetrack and where do you eat. <laughs> so uh, coming. Lots, lots, yeah, lots coming down the pipe, right? Yeah, I was going to say, coming soon, we got uh, our on tracks from uh, Battle of the Brickyard, my on track from Rock Island. I think you have a couple other on tracks that you're working on as well, too. <clears throat> I've got, yeah, I've, I've got mine from, it's been, it's been I've got it finished up. It's from Challenge of the Americas. I got a chance to drive Andy Saisman's uh, Burrell with the VLR engine on. I got to wrap that up. So, so a lot of those will be coming in Get October ready. when you're just sitting home for those six, six yes, weeks, right? I can breathe. Yes. Yes. yes there you yes, go. Yes. Uh, we have, uh, Austin Garrison working on a driver diary from, uh, the, uh, FIA card gearbox world karting championships. Uh, so we'll kind of get his uh, viewpoint of racing over there in Europe against, uh, some of the best shift car drivers in the world. Uh, and then we also have some more product spotlights and columns coming up the works. Uh, obviously, we, I talk at the very top of the, the show here. I talk about our, our podcast. All the content that we put out uh, audio-wise, podcast-wise, first gets uh, streamed on the EKN radio network. That's why you download the app. You're going to want to download the app soon because I'm going to. We're going to work in the off season on being able to stream our live broadcast through there. That's that's the that's the goal at least. Uh, so a great way to be able to listen to our live broadcasts. Uh, we have some recent shows since our last This Week in Carding that, David, you've been able to uh, put in the podcast form and get loaded up on iTunes and Google Play. Rock and roll through that list. Well, obviously, the This Week in Carding, episode 13 from August 27th, that's available along with our ECAN debrief of the Rock Island Grand Prix. Uh, Operation Grassroots will be a good one to uh, listen to with the upcoming Carp Carts yeah. North America Grand Nationals 3 coming up as you talked with Greg Jasperson. 
the ECAN debrief from the Texas Pro Kart Challenge finale at Speed Sports is available, along with the recent hot seat interview with Race Liberante. I enjoyed that. Race and I had a really good conversation. I think that's a really good podcast. He's such a cool story. It's uh, I enjoyed that one a lot. I downloaded that myself. And it definitely makes it easier when the guest loves the radio already and loves to talk. <laughs> so uh, he was really thrilled to be part of it. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, on the ECAN Radio Network, again, folks, the only 24-7 karting radio station in the world, the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, this week, David's been cranking out uh, the Streets of Lancaster Grand Prix replays. Of course, I'm heading to the streets. I uh, leave Friday morning. Um, I will, of course, send uh, David Cole a couple more uh, photos of the In-N-Out uh, burger that we eat. I know. Man. I know. I know. I know. But always great to be at the corner there. Uh, in uh, turn number six at the streets of Lancaster. It's uh, places packed on Saturday night. Looking forward to some great racing. Uh, then, of course, next week we'll have uh, Dave will prep the live broadcast. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it on the weekend, he'll play that on the ECAN Radio Network Plus when I get back on Tuesday because I'll, I'll only be home for really a day and a half, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. And then actually Wednesday night, I'm going to start heading down to Windsor, stay overnight Wednesday night, drive to the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals on Thursday. So we'll have our debrief, the ECAN debrief podcast as well, running on the ECAN Radio Network next week. David, let's wrap this thing up. We've got, what, three more races left in the next, uh, what, two or three weeks. And then after that, she's just the Supernats. Yeah, as you said, you're going to be heading to the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix some September 28th through 29th, so a Saturday-Sunday event. Uh, in Lancaster, California. I do not. I'm the one thing that I'm glad about not going to the event is the drive from LAX to Lancaster It is <laughs> other than stopping at in and out burger. It is one of the worst drives because I don't know why, but I just get so car sick than that drive. Well, uh, Alicia Hodap's going to be handling uh, the the live broadcast. I, I land at two. I get the rental car. She lands at three. She's coming in from Seattle. Hopefully we'll beat the traffic as well. But yeah, it's a it's a it's a rougher ride to get up there for sure. It's a long drive too, a lot longer than I ever think it was. You know, I never remember how long it is until we start doing it. It's it's great in the carpool lane because you can somewhat breeze past <laughs> all true. the traffic. But uh, again, it just depends. The late night the late night one yep. isn't too bad. It's I think it's more in the day. Uh, from there, like I said, I'm home for a couple of days. Then David and I both trek down to Newcastle for the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, October fourth, fifth, and sixth. Really excited. Uh, to get down to that event, I just think I just think the vibe, David, the atmosphere is going to be awesome. It's just going to be this huge, big four cycle race. Everybody there to have a good time. The racing is going to be super close. There's going to be so many different manufacturers, teams there. I'm going to be smashing burgers on Friday night. That makes me super happy. It's uh, I'm excited. It's going to be a good weekend. Now you've never raced there, have you? Um, the only thing I've ever done at Newcastle, and I want to say it was probably mid 2000s. We tested the Cosmic Shifter Cart. And we tested the BSA shifter cart. It's the only time I've actually driven the racetrack. That was 2005. Yuck. 2000, years. Yeah. 2006 uh -huh. was the la was the only time I've raced there. I've well, done testing. Right. I've done testing there. I've done plenty of testing, but I did a Great Lakes. Um, In the tag. A Great Lakes uh, Pro Tour, or not Pro Tour, but uh, Great Lakes Regional. Uh, Excuse the Great Lakes Regional there in a tag in the first car. I remember that. Uh, so right. yeah, that yeah. was uh, that. So it's been 13 years since I've raced there, but uh, I did the 175 test where I did 
a, a laughable what ten laps in that thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did the CRG uh, a couple years ago, and I did a Praga yep. test there as well. So I think I think that's about it. Well, so there's you're just lining up all these excuses for me if you're able to beat me. No, I'm not lining up excuses. I'm just saying we have never really raced there. Uh, you're right. We just we just never. Well, we all, we're always on the because I don't call my great my my Great Lakes weekend. That wasn't really. I just was kind of down there just making laps. <laughs> so this this is all of the this is going to be a little bit different. after the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. David actually goes back down to Newcastle again for the final round of the WK Manufacturers Cup Series, October 11th, 12th, and 13th at Newcastle Motorsports Park. That caps off, David. What is what four trips to the the race for you? It'll be not yeah. That'll be number four. Uh, we'll get to hand out the uh, the coveted WK Eagles out to uh, the race winners. Yep. Unfortunately, there's race winner on each day, but that's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, great opportunity for uh, for drivers to take home uh, what is a very prestigious trophy. Well, folks, as I said, I've been on the road. Uh, f- for what I think it was ended up it was nine of the last eleven weekends, something like that. I've got two more to go: Streets of Lancaster and Cup Carts North America. I will get a, a six weekend break. Uh, doesn't mean that I'm not going to lift off the throttle, but six weekend break coming into the Supernats. Expect lots of great content here on the ECAN Radio Network. I've got a bunch of podcasts lined up. I've got a couple of book it guests that are lined up, set to go. We're going to knock some Operation Grassroots out. We're definitely going to get our first roundtable in. We have a couple of topics to talk about with the roundtable. This is all happening when we're here from Monday to Friday. <laughs> you can get a lot more done. Thank you so much for tuning in. David, any final words? This issue, or this ep- I say issue, this episode of This Week in Carding? Well, I hope you enjoy Lancaster. I, I do wish I could make it, uh, but three weekends in a row is, does not work for me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy Lancaster should be a good event and racing under the lights. There is going to be fun. I'm going to go into in and out burger. I'm going to get a uh, triple burger with nothing but mustard and ketchup on it. And I'm going to video myself throwing it in the garbage. That's just wrong. That's, I'm just, that's so wrong. At suck it, Dave. That is, that is the Twitter it, handle. Yes. If you, if anybody, if anybody has in and out burger and they wish to uh, share their love for it, you can go to suck it, Dave at suck it, Dave. <laughs> uh, the product of Sean beer. Yeah. If you want to rub your in and out burger in David's face, I would love to see more of it come in at suck it, Dave. Take, take a picture of eating it, enjoying it. So David will lose his mind. Appreciate that folks. Like I will this weekend. Dave, uh, I'll see you in a week. It's uh, hashtag beat Rob Howden. Hashtag beat David Cole. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on This Week in Carding. Lots more to come here on the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>